0: On an Emerging Generation of Kings Psalm 116 From verse 8 Alright O Zabav Razina in Takais, A ball of See what it says now: "For you have delivered my soul." You see that now? Not just my body, but my being, my soul from death, my eyes from tears and my feet from fallen. But that's not where it ends. So God doesn't just deliver me, so I'm delivered. You remember I taught you last week or on Wednesday that there's a difference between deliverance and freedom. Yes, that it can be delivered but not free. Because freedom has more to do with damaging what was damaging you. It has so much more than that to do with you. Freedom is also liberating you to become all you were called to be. So the fact that you're delivered from what was damaging you does not mean you're free. So you can be delivered, but you're not licensed to move around, to operate. Somebody's hands can be free from chains. Uh, the feet are free from shackles. Mary, Mary, with the shackles of my feet so I can dance. Right? So all the shackles are off, but they say to that person, you cannot leave this room. So the person is delivered, but not? Come on, shout it louder. Not free. Not free. That's why it says that upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance, there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. So possessing their possession and walking in holiness, that's freedom. But being delivered, that means the devil is no longer holding them down. But how many of you know the devil, it's possible for the devil not to hold you down, but you're holding yourself down. So you're delivered from the works of the devil, but you're not free yet. But when Psalms, I believe 126 says, it says, my soul is escaped like a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken. That's deliverance. And then my soul is escaped. What is that? Freedom. Freedom. So here what it says in verse, thank you, Psalm 124 verse 7. Our soul. In verse 8 of Psalm 116, it says, For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. That's deliverance. But look at the freedom now. Here comes freedom in verse 9. I will walk. Come on. Go and read it now. It's on the screen. I will walk before the Lord. In other words, everything the devil did to try to stop me will not work. And not only will I be free from the damage of the past, I will live my life as if I was never damaged. Oh, somebody who was raped at 13 or at 17, the enemy has always whispered into your ears, you are not good enough because of what happened to you. You are damaged goods. No, you are not. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. How many things have passed away? All things have passed away and all things have become new. I will walk in the land of the living. I will marry my right husband. I won't settle for less because I think I'm less. I will not say let me settle for somebody whose past was as damaged as mine because you know there's something called trauma bonding. <laughs> trauma bonding is when there is trauma in your life and you only feel connected and connected with and comfortable with people who have shared the same trauma that's why many times when people have been damaged in the past they settle for people who are also damaged who are also victims who are also broken but god wants me to tell somebody today not only has it delivered your feet from falling and your eyes from tears and your soul from death you will walk in the land of the living that amen looks like it's just warming up it looks like it's been microwaved I said you will walk in the land of the living you will take steps as one who is victorious as one who has overcome you are not going to sink under the weight of guilt and shame and reproach and damage and revenge you will rise above it you hear what I'm saying you hear what I'm saying you will rise above it in the name of Jesus oh some of you don't know what I'm talking about. That's why you're still seated. If you're not standing for yourself, stand for somebody else. Stand as an intercessor. Stand as a prophet. Stand as a winner. And look at your neighbor and tell the person, you will walk in the land of the living. <laughs> See what it says in verse 10, I believed. Therefore I spoke. What did I say when I spoke? I am greatly, this was my confession, I am greatly afflicted. See my life, see what happened to me maybe you were another person that was broken maybe you were a person that broke somebody you were the playboy or the game boy who was like hell boy and when you said hello they might as well have removed the o behind the hell Hello. hello god says i will fix you too because damaged people damage people yes, hurt people hurt people he yes, says i've said i've believed i i said in my haste what did i say in my haste verse 11 what did i say in my haste oh, my <laughs> man i what Stop. you never knew what was in the bible he said i said in my haste i concluded that every pastor was like this I concluded that every father was like this. I concluded that every girl was a runs girl. Because whenever I saw the girl, they were running teens. Who runs the world? Who runs the world? I concluded that all relationships require violence. So my next one, I bought a set of knives. Knives out. Remember that movie? Or I concluded that if a religion was peaceful, it was too peaceful to be true. There needs to be drama. K-drama. Q-drama. Z-drama. Z-world. Did the rich also cry? Give me those names. Sunset. You guys were in primary school when those things used to rain. Passions. Paloma. That's actually what Santa Diego. That's when everybody wanted foreign names. Fernandez. Hernandez. Luigi. Mario. <laughs> See, sir, so I can't cl- please be seated. But let your spirit be standing. And stand if you feel like. I said in my haste, all men are liars scum don't come near me who goes that man if god before you (laughs) right you just became very sensitive touchy rigid frigid and sometimes those things are carried over into marriage or they bleed over into business where because somebody broke your trust you now cannot trust anybody again including your board of trustees They took the T out of your trust and left you with rust. They added C, you felt like a crust. They removed the C and the R, it was like they put D and it was. Next thing Casala showed up and put a B. Everything bust. But Jesus came and said, "To heal you, I'll put an M. Your freedom is a.) Must. Give Jesus the praise in the house I said in my haste all oh men are liars look at verse 12 what shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me so in the middle of all of that don't forget Paul told us let every man be a liar but let God be a and so the response of the believer to the benefits of salvation is not to chill and relax but to carry that same message or that same testimony and say god has been so good i need to express his goodness to other people i will pay my vows to the lord now in the presence of all his people precious in the sight of the lord is the death of the saints oh lord i am your servant i'm your servant the son of your servant of your maid servant what's the next thing you have Lose my bonds. Somebody say your bonds are coming loose today. today. You know, because sometimes when we've been through a lot, we begin to form alliances that violate our future. Because the trauma and the pain make us vulnerable and susceptible to exploitation. And sometimes what the enemy wants to do is to turn you into a seesaw. Someone they used to see, but now they used to saw. See saw so, you know see it's like that thing on the playground that goes topsy-turvy up and down right but i'm applying it differently see and then they saw you to divide you asunder why if the enemy plants a seed of pain in your life and it's not dealt with it's not exhumed it will begin to color your other relationships color the goodness of God to you and to affect many other things so for example if you allow distrust to sit in your heart even the people God is sending to help your destiny you will reject them and so when people are even trying to love you or trying to learn your love language so they can serve you you feel like they they're either pretending or they're not doing it fast enough or they don't care about you but jesus doesn't just leave us with the psalms when we go to luke chapter 4 we see jesus saying see i am personally involved in your matter somebody shout jesus has carried my matter on his head <laughs> literally you know many of us who were pierced right were pierced with thorns we were affected uh, uh, David said that the, some people were like sons of Belial. It said they are like thorns that cannot be handled with hands. In other words, they cause pain. They cause pain. When they come in contact with you, is anybody who's ever touched thorns before? Thorns? Anybody? Nettles or thorns? They cause pains. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm, I can't say it. I'll say it only to my wife. it's a very holy thing i said but you know even the holy temple had different layers this place called the most holy place so some people they have thorns and they cause a lot of pain right you can you can hold them with your hands so guess what jesus did he carried put a crown of thorns they put a crown of thorns on his head that's what i mean by he carried your matter on his head Everything that ever hurt you, that ever pierced you, that ever caused you to bleed, to leak, he circled it up, rounded it up, and carried it on his head. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so whilst it was a sign and a symbol of suffering and shame, when men put the crown of thorns on his head, God put a crown of victory on his head so everything the enemy is trying to use to shame you God has a counter plan that is going to change the thorns into glory Amen. hear the word of the Lord the things that cause you to cry and bleed they will cause you to fly yeah. God this is a healing service some people will be healed physically but everybody will be healed emotionally and mentally so Jesus comes and in Luke chapter 4 see what it begins to say. The word says in verse 16 from verse 16 so he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. I could preach this all day but let me just drop this line. The fact that you are Jesus Godhead does not mean you don't need to be brought up. Anointing Still requires a reason. Look at somebody, say, be responsible. Let God raise you. Say, be well brought up. up. Message received and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the sabbath day and stood up to read see verse 17 and he was handed the book of the prophet isaiah and when he had opened the book he found the place where it was written verse 18 the spirit of the lord is where upon me because he has anointed me, number one, to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. This emotional healing. Mental and emotional healing. The healing of the inner man. So, if all the church does is to preach the gospel, we're only doing one aspect of the ministry of Jesus. Oh, come and talk to me now he says part of why i came listen part of why the anointing of the holy spirit comes is to also heal your heart because yeah. there's, there's a generation that has fractured everything so you only go to god for spiritual needs but the moment there's a mental and emotional pain you are quick to go to google or to go to a licensed therapist. Now I have nothing against licensed coaching and therapy. And I'm a therapy. I'm a licensed coach. My wife is a licensed counselor. Faith is a licensed therapist. But what I'm saying to you is that the first operation of God in your life has to be your personal communion. One. Number two, can I just say this please? Be very careful which coach you listen to because some coaches are like cockroaches. And listen, there are actually also some coaches who started in the faith of the gospel, but they are now going into humanism. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And some of them are in our circle. They're going into soul power and to humanism, which may generate some results, but the greater shortfall is that it makes man the god of his own life, yes. which is a bigger issue than the pain the man had before. That as an ear, if you're going to get a coach, get a a, a spiritual coach, get a spirit field therapist, get a spirit field counselor. You get why? My wife was showing me a video of a book yesterday, where they basically were describing sexual perversion in interesting languages, and it's basically in a child's book, a comic, where they were using descriptive terms. I'm not going to use them, but like using mammals to describe body parts and birds to describe the male parts. It was inside a book. That one, you're going to need more than just logic and brain power. Jesus says, the spirit of God is upon me. That means there's an operation of the Holy Ghost that damages what the enemy wanted to use to destroy a generation. And you're not going to get it by just, let me tell you, you don't get it. I'm, I'm a John C. Maxwell licensed coach, right? You're not going to get some things by just listening to John Maxwell or following Joe Spinoza or Andrew Coberman or Dr. Henry Cloud or Amen, right? Or Tony Robbins or Brian Tracy. You won't get certain things by Oprah Winfrey. So the names, I know the names. Right? I don't want to mention the local names. You need the anointing. If it was not going to take the anointing, Jesus wouldn't say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the gospel and then he said to do what? Heal the brokenhearted. He's not saying to comfort the brokenhearted in their brokenness. Or to suspend the feeling of pain. To galvanize energy, to manage it. No. He says there's an operation of the Holy Ghost. That what it does is that it brings the regenerative power of God into that situation. And of a truth, by the time he's done with you, you will be like, Joseph, I thought I was going to have to touch on Joseph in this service, maybe not in this service, in second service. By the time God is done with you, Joseph, you will literally be able to look at those that hurt you and say what the enemy meant for evil. God has turned around for God. And you are not masquerading or masking it. Mm, I'm fine. Mm, It's not that kind of fine. It's the glow that comes from within by the operation of the holy spirit that the uncle that molested you now look at him with pt because you're no longer having ptsd you're having pt on the sd used to be the son of the devil he used to be <laughs> do you hear what i'm saying god doesn't want to massage your pain he wants to heal your heart And you know why it's going to take the Holy Spirit? Because it takes the Spirit. The Bible says the Spirit of God searches all things. He's able to get into the parts and places that you've never told your husband about. Never spoken to your wife about. Never spoken to your brothers or sisters about. Because there are layers of us that we don't even know exist. And so sometimes the reason we don't tell the truth is not because we're withholding this it intentionally. It's because it does not come into the conscious awareness that it's actually something that did happen. Are you getting this? Don't forget, I'm, I'm a trained coach, Yeah, so I, I have a very robust uh, overview of many things. But I know the place of the anointing. God can fix you in one service. And do things in one service that six therapy sessions will not address so please this morning as faith shares a testimony and also instructs in the middle of that i want your heart to be really open it says to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to those who are blind you know why because what happens many times with pain is that pain has a way of blinding us what I discovered about pain and the moments of pain that I've had is it's seemingly overpowering energy it likes to take preeminence many times when you focus on pain it's difficult to see any other thing it just becomes that it's like a little finger everybody look at your little finger is there a little finger? <laughs> your index finger. Right? Look at it. Now, look away from it. Look at everything in front of you. Now look at it. And focus on it. What can you see? Are there other things in the background? But can you really see them? Blurry. At the back of your pain is your blessing. But if you focus on your pain, your blessing will be Blurry. The enemy is not smart enough to do anything against you that God cannot use to lift you. It's not. There's a recalibrating installment in your pain and your disappointment that is guaranteed to say no matter the whale that swallows you, Jonah, it will deliver you right at the doorstep of your destiny. And said, see now to set at liberty. This is freedom. Liberty is what sponsors the expressions of freedom. A synonym to liberty is freedom. He says to set them f- free. Those who are oppressed, pushed down, weighed down, pressed down. It says to sell them at liberty. And don't forget what the word says where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty somebody shout liberty say i am free set the liberty in the second sentence i'll talk about joseph and how his brother sold him out and i'll talk about the balm of gilead because that's very powerful many things will happen in this world some you will know some you will not know some attacks you might be able to trace so let me share a bit of my testimony I remember it was during my IT and I was under a lot of pressure, just generally pressure around because I, be, I stayed pastoring on campus from my second year. So I've been pastoring for a couple of years and then went for my IT. And I remember just having this sense of disconnectedness. I didn't know at the time there was some kind of mental distress. I just felt uneasy. And you know, all the stuff about tr- trauma and emotional healing and mental healing and all of that. We did not know that anything like that existed, particularly in Africa, until about five to seven years ago. It was just a sprinkle of people that placed names to them. In Africa, just say Oriyo The thing is an insult. Oriyo means that his head is not complete. But it's actually true. Are you getting that? Come on, if you want to laugh, I said, Kenneth in stitches. She's like, oh, I'm a stylist. That's why I'm in stitches. Sample will get it after service if you didn't get just, just write it just write it down just write it down right but let's celebrate Kenneth and our team for doing a great work in Unilag, where all the Unilag people can you celebrate them how are your exams going hope you're blasting huh? don't be lasting or be blasting don't carry last. carry blast because you're the bomb Right. So, there, I was talking about Oriokbe. <laughs> I didn't want to jump. <laughs> the head is complete. Now, so we used to use those expressions like your head is not correct. Um, what, what are the common things? You, you have coins, coin. It's actually true. The person that's coin's coin. What's coin's coin? Insects. He used to enter the head. I'm telling you that if they actually scanned those people's brains, I'm not talking about the casual gritty. Weary, weary. Not that one. Even though they should not be doing that. Because in the realm of the spirit, words matter. Devils don't say you were joking. Are you saying... Instead of saying we re we re, say way re. This is the way. We. We, way, W A Y, re. Re means this is. Do you understand? We re is not weary re in with accents. Is this is the way. Or way re as in way and the ray of light. Cuz they're the light of the world. Right, so if, if they actually subjected people's brains to this scanning machines, they will see that their head is not correct. But many people didn't know or don't know that. And so what happens a lot in Africa is that sometimes people just die in their sleep. It could be cardiac arrest. It could be a brain malfunction. It could be a tumor that had been growing for a while, right? So anyway, back to my story. During it. And my IT was somewhere on Victoria Island, Aditokuma Mola. There used to be, I think there's still a big, uh, uh, it's not TFC, TFC, Tasty Fried Chicken, actually. There used to be one big one off Aditokuma Ademola. And I remember my friends and I were like, oh, let's go grab lunch. And I just said to them, I was feeling, oh, Angelami was the name of the street, right? Right. Thank you. So, <laughs> As we're going, I just said, I need blood. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, eh? So, like, are you a ritualist? What do you need blood for? What's going on here? But for me, it wasn't funny. Because what I meant was I felt very faint and I felt like I was losing blood, like I was drained. Now, later I discovered it was all in my head. But I felt exhausted. So they're like, ah, what's going on? You've started again. You've said all these, your dry jokes. I said, no, I'm just feeling summer. I said, ah, you look very good. I beg, let's go and eat. So it went but loss of appetite. I wasn't coordinated and all. The next day, I felt worse. It was a feeling I couldn't really describe. It was like a disconnect, disconnection from self. Some of you might be able to identify, right? Pardon? Dissociation, right? And then, I think the second day, I didn't go to work. And then by the third day or so, my friends, I had two very close friends, right? And my girlfriend at the time. And, um... (laughs) What's going on with you, (laughs) Listen, Let me just be very clear. I thought I was going to marry her. So, it was not, we're well, not just doing girlfriend, like, ah, past that girlfriend, we're doing girlfriend. <laughs> right. But I'm glad I did not. Hallelujah. Mercy said no. <laughs> so, anyway, so the, the, like my inner circle. So, generally, I have an inner circle never in season. You, know, you need an inner circle never in season. Minimum of two, maximum of four. Once it becomes bigger than four, it's no longer an inner circle. Outer courts. <laughs> These are your heart people, right? So they're like, ah, P dams. you're yeah, this ah, you, you everything is normal, though. I'm like, am I okay? I was asking you, am I fine? Am I good? So everything is normal. So I don't feel right. So okay, let's, let's give you a trick. Let's go to Cactus. Also, by the way, so we went to Cactus, right? you right, guys. Cactus is a nice restaurant, like very very beautiful place. So we went to Cactus. I didn't get that. said they have parrot at the entrance (laughs) to come and talk to you about your problems (laughs) so so i got there and all of us were inside they were about placing the order you know what i did i just turned and i ran into the i ran outside of the restaurant ran to the car park so everybody was scared like no we know it can be dramatic but there's something else here now so they were panicking they were like what's going on so they ran after me freedom are you okay i said i don't know i just i started saying weird things so i said the earth is too crowded i want to go to the clouds to be with the spirits (laughs) you know i I told someone that story i said that was like a king's king judge thing right so there was an old king of england who had that I'm telling you, it's a very serious thing. So I started saying weird stuff. And then I I started, um, there's something called delirium. And I became superstitious. So I said to them, you know what? I know everything now. Ask me anything. Listen, this thing I am saying, it has happened to pastors. They are living in that reality now. So they are anointed. But this thing has gone off. I'm telling you. What did he say? <laughs> Terrible to bath naked. That they are the holy hands that can wash them clean. It's grass. Let me take you to Abelbo and give you holy seed. Hey. Some are actually demon-possessed, as in they are not of the gospel, but some are real and their heads are twisted. And don't forget, concerning things of the kingdom and the gospel, you will get results where you have revelation and repeated emphasis. So the church has thought a lot about being born again and about bodies being healed, and we have enough testimonies. We need to get into the soul. Because that's what the enemy is using to destroy the world. The souls of men. So, my head was in that state. So I said, okay, Peter, maybe you're not comfortable with this. Let's go to another place. So, I went to another place. I think it was Sweet Sensi- <laughs> No, Nobody, you know them, right? May the Lord send you good and authentic friends. Right. And may they remain good and authentic for long. May they not go off. Right. So, they said, let's go to another place. So, I went to Sweet Sensation and everything. And there, I started seeing all kinds of weird things. GB, you're laughing at my calamity. <laughs> <laughs> see, see the big smile on his face. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously, right? So I now said to them, so I, I said, please call Pastor Paul. They're like, why uh, should call Pastor Paul? He says, it's not even the country." I said, call him. I said, they said, why? I said, I want to find out if there's another level of the anointing that maybe I'm transiting and it's a weird... I'm telling you. So right now, so I now told them. I said, pinch me. I want to feel whether I can feel that I'm alive. If I feel pain, I'll feel I'm alive. But I couldn't feel pain. So I said, maybe I was dead. And they didn't want to tell me. I, <laughs> are you following this? True story. So maybe I was dead. But maybe they don't want to tell me so. Because if I'm dead and they tell me I might feel bad that I'm dead... Now I'll confirm that I'm dead, dead, for real. So maybe they're just trying to manage everything and all, you're being weird, let's just pray. So what they, they just became concerned. So they called my brother. My brother was still in Nigeria before he jackpot. Called my brother. So eventually my brother came, took me to his house, and I discovered I was just pacing, I was restless. Just pacing up and down, middle of all of that. Then my parents used to live in Badon before the jackpot as well. So everybody has jackpot apart, apart from me and my wife. And... My sister is planning to Japan. God loves you, Ipoh. He brought me back. Why should Jack buy Ipoh? So, my brother, I mean, he was just encouraging me and speaking to me. But I'll tell you two things, and this is why this service is very important to me and very necessary. In the middle of all that delirium, so I was saying weird things. I was like, Obama, I think Obama was still the president. So, I said, I know what Obama is doing now. I know what Obama's doing. I know what's happening in Russia. Nonsense. So sometimes, some, when people are in that space and they're doing word of knowledge, they're saying nonsense. And what happens in that space is if your spirit is not strong in the day of adversity, the devil can oppress you and borrow you. So if you're born again, you cannot but possess, but you can still be oppressed. God doesn't share flatmates God doesn't share a flat so your spirit is not contaminated but your mind can be taken over two things that helped me so my brother prayed and encouraged and all and then took my parents house and about and I was there um, but two things happened maybe three actually I noticed number one whenever I was underwater like physical water I felt so good I didn't know up until two or three years ago when I started ther- the therapeutic power of water scientifically. Water has healing p- properties and energies. Scientifically. So when the Bible says out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Some of you might have noticed that even when your body is doing coin coin and that part of your body is standing, you're having congivitis. Are you aware? that if you have a cold shower at least to come down for a while the problem with this generation is that they have conjured on the road where would they find water? on the bus they'll buy pure water <laughs> <laughs> you all need help so I should branch car wash And you see, when a baby is being born, the water has to break. Are you following this? John had to baptize with water. All those things, they have their symbolisms. But don't forget the substance is that God has installed energies. I noticed I felt better under the water, so I'll stay longer under the shower. But this is the second and the most important thing. In the middle of all that stuff, I was remembering scriptures. In the middle of it. So I was quoting scriptures that I knew I had not even intentionally memorized. Yeah. And I knew it was a battle. Because if you've not lost your mind, but you can see yourself losing your mind, you can still find your mind back. Yeah. Please, if you have not read I'm Not Alone, go and read that book. If you've not. I know many of you have bought it, but you haven't read it. So one of my friends yesterday bought my new book, Generations Rising. So have you read it? I said, no. It's about a do-ministry. I said, please read it. So... I didn't share the story, and I'm not alone, but I'll possibly write another story about it. And I was professing the word, declaring the word, speaking to my mind. The Bible says, speaking to yourselves in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, and humming when I called. But I remember the night it changed, I remember the night it changed. And for somebody, this is the morning where everything changes. I was pacing, I was walking around, I was just restless, I was just walking everywhere. So the ground is too crowded. I want to be with the Spirit, but that night I couldn't sleep. I picked my Bible and I went to the Psalms. Listen, when the Bible says "singing Psalms," that Psalms is actually talking about the Psalms of David. It wasn't just talking about spontaneous worship. Spontaneous worship is spiritual songs, the songs of the Spirit or the songs given by the Spirit. Right? So it says the Psalms is hymns. R- hymns are reflections on the redemptive work and the reconciliation p- plan of God. Right? Hymns. Spiritual songs. This house is familiar with the spontaneous songs or songs that God gives you the Psalms and then you write by the Spirit. It's saying there are weapons in the Spirit. So I began to go to the Psalms and I read the Psalms of David and I read some dangerous Psalms of David as well. Ladies and gentlemen, that night, By myself in that room in my parents' house, I knew I was free. Everything began to turn. It took about six, this was about the sixth or the seventh day. Everything began to turn. Six days of saying nonsense. Everything began to turn. And see, when I teach from the word, or I teach on healing, or I say to you, meditate on the word of God. It is not a religious thing. This is my life. This is how I've been healed. This is how I've stayed off medication for 20, 20 years. About well, 20 years. 1997, not 20 years. 26 years. The word everything changed the first thing that happened was i woke up feeling very different that next morning a greater sense of self because many times to find yourself you have to find yourself in the word that's why when they gave him the scroll of isaiah the bible says he found where it was written and it said this day is the scripture fulfilled fulfilling your hearing you will not find yourself on a pornographic website you will not find yourself around a beer bottle. You will not find yourself around the gossip clubs. You will not find yourself in a disco. You will not find yourself, you find yourself in the Word. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. And by the Word were all things made. Which means that when the enemy tries to damage you, if it can get back to the Word, you can make again what the devil was trying to break again. The reason the enemy was trying to break you, listen, was because many things will come out of your life. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a year after that, a year or 18 months after that, that I released my first book. Now, 10 books have been published. About 20 have been written. About 50 book ideas. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Where would all the 16 or 17 release songs be without that? I've been preaching in Kings. uh, Preaching at least 100 messages every year for five years. 500 unique messages. I remember it was uh, Busai that was asking me last week. I said, Peter, how do you get the concepts? How do you structure the services? Because everything is so intentional. And all the themes and all the titles and all the messages. Messages. listen God uses my sanctifying mind that was what the devil was looking for he was looking to break that mind to damage that mind where will white people be with the millions of impressions that they have had on people where will the miracles where people will say I read your post on social media and I decided to give life another chance I'm not committing suicide any longer where will that be if you can't celebrate God for yourself celebrate God for me give God praise and glory that he rescued my mind he rescued my life he rescued me oh I know you can celebrate him better maybe you do not have a pastor now maybe God is a rescuing God he's a God of mercy a God of kindness a God of faithfulness Somebody might be on the brink right now. Maybe it's not as dramatic as mine. But some people here, they've learned to live with half of their minds. You've already lost a part of it. But you've learned to move on. And you know you are not okay. When faith is done, together we're going to pray. And if the Lord leads us to, we might lay hands. I might ask Peter to lay hands with me. Your mind, listen. The assignment of this service is you will be made whole. The fragments and the broken pieces, the Lord will bring them back together. The one who make the mind, can he not fix it? So people say to me now, you have a brilliant mind. You have a creative mind. You have so much imagination. How do you capture that? The devil saw that and said, before this thing becomes global, let's destroy it. That's what it tries to do with your sexuality. That's what he tried to do with your emotions. That's what he tried to do with your ministry. That's why he brought even a man of God to try to tamper with you. Or a father or a mother in the gospel to try to wreck your faith or bruise you or damage your esteem. See, you have to understand that every attack is an information about what God is planning that you might not know about yet. Every attack against the believer is a temper tantrum to try to prevent or abort Something that has begun in the spirit realm. Anybody here? Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908 123 4566. One more thing someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.